Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Podcaster's Cut. Today I have the Jam and Joey. Yo. And today we're going to talk winner, winner, chicken dinner, Golden Globes. Oh, yeah. Before we talk about that. <laughs> Before we talk the Globes, okay. What happened, bro? Oh, my God. Monday was a really rough day. Just had, like, so many annoying calls, so I couldn't really, like... I wasn't feeling up to it. Yeah. And then, plus, I was like, I only got to see a Carolot last Thursday, I think. Really? I saw it Thursday. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, that was cool, whatever, so I didn't get to watch the second movie, which I wanted to watch Nomadland, and I wanted to watch Minari, because yeah. I had a feeling, like, Minari was going to win for foreign uh, yeah. picture. And by the way, spoilers, it did. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I do, think it's spoilers now. Like, I mean... If, I don't think anybody recorded it on their, <laughs> on their VHS tape. They waited until this weekend. They were busy like me this past week. They didn't get a chance. They're okay. like staying away. It's like you a may, Super Bowl. You just look it up. You don't <laughs> freaking watch the whole thing like, okay. True, true. Anyways. But, so like I, I didn't get a chance. So that's when I was like, all right, let me just... I, I took Monday and I took Tuesday because I wanted to try to watch the movies. Mm. I got to watch Nomadland, which was dope. Yeah, I didn't bring notes today because I was like, I don't know what movies we want to talk about. I mean, I'm sure like most of these movies, I I, I watched them all. Yeah, we're well, like, not all. I didn't. Well, anyways, go ahead. What I was gonna say, <laughs> what I was gonna say is like this podcast is gonna be different than the other ones because we're really just talking about winners and yeah. losers, and like there's not much that I really wanted to go into. I do want to go into like specifically why I hate I care a lot <gasps> and why I like I care a lot. Okay, but mostly why I just don't like the story. It's bothersome. Okay. Uh, and why I really liked Nomadland. And now I didn't get to watch Minari. And the reason I didn't get to watch it was I was watching I was watching Nomadland. And I thought, oh, well, after this, I can totally put on Minari. Yeah, yeah. The problem was, is like, but I want to do Academy Awards. And I know Minari is going to get nominated again for foreign film. So oh, I thought right, to myself, right. why not just save that for when the Oscars happen? And then I'll, I'll tell Joey, like, oh, we'll talk about it on that podcast. I hope it gets nominated for Best Picture, though. Like yeah, just think, regular. Pick, best you think picture. it was that good? Watch it, and you tell me if you really think it's a foreign film. Because looking at it, looking at drama. Well, I mean, it doesn't even matter, right? Because freaking Parasite won last year, and that's not a. And it was a foreign film, so yeah. But yeah, anyway. and looking at the at the what was nominated for drama, it was The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah, and to be honest, as much as we have talked about The Trial of the Chicago Seven and how much mm-hmm. I like that movie. I don't know if that fits there. I feel like I haven't watched Minari. You have. You say it's good. Yeah. Like, I feel like that could probably be switched. And plus, isn't there six nominations for Oscars or is it still five? They never really set a limit. No. Okay. I know that they used to do like nine or ten before and then they switched. There's been like a few times, like maybe twice where it's been nine. Mm -hmm. And that every time there's been nine, there's been like, there's been an animated film at it. Ah, like, okay. Uh, yeah. Like Up was one. Right. And I can't but this year with one. the year of the crudes, it ain't going to happen. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was really hoping that win, so then you'd have to be forced to oh, watch God, it. God, no. I would never watch that movie. And even if it won, I would just be like, I don't care. By the way, I knew Soul was going to win. I hate the fact that Soul won. I love it. Like, I think it was better. Mm, I think it tastes good in my mouth. I think Onward was a better movie. I oh. think it was a better movie. It stayed more true to what it was trying to say. I think the message was clearer uh, versus Soul. Like, Soul was kind of all over the place. And I, I st- like I told you on that <laughs> podcast, like, I feel like it didn't hit me at all. 
And I, mm -hmm. I kind of like, I was upset when the movie came out because I, when I watched the movie, because I was like, this isn't the movie that I was sold. Yeah. And it bothers me. You know what really bothers me? That like the Hollywood foreign press mm. has foreign language films as a category. Like, why? Like, how are these foreign to you? If like, you are the foreign press? Yeah, yeah. Like, wouldn't they just be films? Wouldn't the American ones be the foreign ones? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's, that's a just a really good point. Maybe, maybe that's just it. like a high mentality. Like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think it like to get to unfortunately get political. It just has to do with the fact of where the awards are done and mm. who they're geared for and where yeah. Hollywood is. And yeah, yeah. Well, I guess Hollywood is in there. Yeah. My my thing that I I've been wanting to talk about for two podcasts and I keep forgetting to bring it up. It's a trailer actually, and I wanted to see if you watch the trailer and it's for Mortal Kombat. No, you brought it up already. I did bring it up. Yeah, I haven't watched. I dude, I heard that it got like the most like trailer views since mm -hmm. Logan. Dude, honestly, or great Deadpool, movie or Deadpool two. Great trailer. Remember. You should watch the trailer. It, I don't think it gets it shows too much. I think it's mostly just like here's a little bit of fighting and here's the general story and that's it. It was a good trailer, and you know how nitpicky I am with trailers giving away too much. Yeah, and this one did a solid job. Okay, but like some a lot of the times when the trailers really good mm -hmm. the movie does not like i don't know about that man think about all the avengers and marvel movies yeah like age of ultron yeah i mean the one of the best trailers that i remember from recent times is the avengers endgame trailer and the avengers um what's the first one called why can't i think about infinity it? war infinity war like infinity war didn't even give anything oh actually one of the best trailers i've watched in the last 10 years is star wars the force awakens because J.J. Abram did it so well, because I'm pretty sure he worked with the trailer company, uh -huh. and he only took things from the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie or 20 minutes of the movie, and then, yeah. like, short snippets of what happens later on, and it was a beautiful trailer, because you don't know what the hell's going on. Right. Mm. But I think that's a cool trailer. I don't know. Joey says I talked about it. I don't remember talking about it. You should watch the trailer. Everyone should watch this trailer, especially if you love Mortal Kombat. I think it's somewhat truish to the games, uh -huh. and it's not the old school Mortal Kombat where it's super cheesy. I have, I've lame. never even watched the old movies, the oh, old Mortal Kombat movies. We'll watch the first two and then we'll watch the new one and then we'll talk about how, <laughs> how terribly good the first two are versus how just good the next one is. So, okay, so we're going to talk about all the different Golden Globe movies. You know what sucks? I've watched all these movies before, like, we were even going to decide we're going to talk about them. I know, yeah. Kind of lame on my part because I'm not, like that's not I, true. It's just because we have a podcast now. Yeah, that's true. Like we I don't find things. I don't. I, but I see that's the thing. I would have watched these movies no matter what. Yeah. Most so of like these I good. by the time we were, I was ready to record like on Sunday. Like, yeah, of course. Because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna watch these movies. I, the only one I didn't watch was U U.S. versus Billy Holiday mm -hmm. and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, which I guess I need to watch now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I didn't watch those two, and I was like. I don't think I'll, I don't think they're gonna win anything. Which they ended up taking what best actress, and, best actor, and best actress. Yeah, which I mean, I personally I haven't seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, but I think Chadwick got away with it po post posthumously, uh, and that that's a, a big reason. Now I'm not saying he did a bad job. Yeah, I'm just saying not. I'm saying that that helped that that uh what's it called the that vote like the yeah. vote for him it's like I mean, oh okay he gets it like if we really think about it right like the one the year that Heath Ledger won right that was also a posthumous award yeah 
I, the people he was up against were hardcore, really good actors and had really good roles too. Yeah. Like any one of them could have won and it would have been like, yep, I can see why. Mm-hmm. This year, I mean, who's up for best actor real quick? Riz Ahmed. Right, which uh, personally I'm like, great. It was a good movie. Yeah. I just don't think he did anything too special. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, the what's it called? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman from Mank. Anthony Hopkins for The Father, yeah. and Tahar Rahim for the Mar- Maruchian. Marchenne. Maru- Maru- I, I don't know. Don't oh. worry. Eventually, Selena will message me in two two days once the <laughs> podcast comes out, and she'll tell me how terrible we said that. Okay, so The Father. Did you watch the trailer for that one? Yes, I did. It looks freaking sad and messed up. Looks, I want to watch it. I do too. And but I, it didn't come out to like way later. Right? I know. Like, it was impossible to find. You were trying to like figure out a way to watch it. Like you yeah. were able to watch Minari just by paying for it. And we yeah, talked about I had to that pay last for it, week. Yeah. Like I'm hoping that by the time the Oscars roll around, some of these movies are easier to to be found. Like I'll purchase it on yeah. Amazon or on Google. I'd rather watch it on Google because Amazon pisses me off sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, like I watched that movie. That movie looks sad as hell. I watched Nomadland. Danielle watched Nomadland, and that movie was pretty sad. So you like Nomadland? Okay, so how do you want to break this down? You want to just start with the the big the big hitters and talk about talk about Nomadland? Well, okay. did you like it? I really liked the movie, and the reason I really liked it is because immediately what I get from the movie is I have documentary feels, but know that the movie is a movie and fictionalized. Because like it was it was based oh, okay. on a book, yeah, yeah, right yeah. by something Barber, Judy Barber, something like that, um, sure. which was like her. Her travels with the nomads and like learning how to live in a van and mm-hmm. interviewing people and everything like that. Yeah. And it's a really good movie. Like, I don't know how much you know about the whole like nomad culture and about like the hashtag van life, which is not this. Bro, I've watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. I know a thing or two about the nomads. <laughs> right. But obviously, <laughs> like, like this movie does a really good job, honestly, at showing you what it's what those people go through and why they live the way they live. And yeah. it felt very documentary-ish. Even to the extent where, like, oh, what's her name? Damn, I'm totally forgetting people's names now, even though I freaking like the movie. So Frankie, the one who had cancer in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's, she played herself. Spoilers, in real life, she, died? she didn't have cancer. Oh. Um, and then something May, her Linda May, her best friend that she yeah, goes that she there. does jobs with. Yeah, who she does jobs with exactly. Yeah. Like she's also she also plays herself. Like those are those are the real characters from the book playing mm-hmm. themselves in the movie. That's cool. Yeah, like um So they weren't real art. they weren't actually acting. They were no. just like saying stuff they've already said in the past. Yeah, they but like that's the thing is I was reading a lot more into it and her uh, director's name is Chloe Zhao, I believe. Yeah, it is. Uh who won Best Director. Yeah. Which watching this movie I see why. Like, I get it. Okay. The way, the reason I see it is because, one, the shots of people are so personal and personalized and so, like, they're, like, shot on a 50 millimeter, I want to say. Like, just by what I see, not by actually looking at it. Yeah. And it's up close, which means that you have to be really close to your subject to be able to get that picture. And, and like, the reaction of that she got off of these people who aren't actors was so genuine and real. Granted, they're playing them like a fictionalized version of themselves, so it's not too hard. But like those are not real actors. And she was able to get them to 
feel like they're actors. Like Linda May's uh, the person who, well, Linda May. Yeah. She was fantastic. I thought she did such a good job. Yeah. I wasn't until the end of the movie where I was like, oh, this is one of those movies I'm going to look up. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, crap, that's actually her. Like, holy yeah. crap, she should just act. She's great. I don't know, man. I, I felt like I didn't like it that much. I, 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 didn't, I didn't feel for it as much as you are right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I got the vibes of? Like, I felt like I was watching an episode of Undercover Boss, where these people are technically playing themselves, like, maybe this is true. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like an episode of that. Like, they're just telling you their story, and they're like, you know, at the end, they're like, okay, something is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Except that nothing good does happen. because no, it's reality. Because <laughs> it's not, like, a... It's real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, alright, she's already on Amazon, she's the Undercover Boss, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm Frances McDormand, yeah. you're getting a brand new van, like. <laughs> but you mean, that a didn't happen yeah i know again, it's a real story <laughs> no i know i'm just around but i don't know like i was like watching the movie i was like okay i'm kind of like into it but there's some parts where i'm like mm, okay like i've seen you in this van already like it felt repetitive a lot a lot of it felt re- repetitive sure i can get that but i mean granted it was only an hour 47 and, and this is my thing with it is you're saying it's repetitive, but to me, that's what freaking sound of music, sound of music, sound of metal sounded like. Yeah. Oh, by the way, is that a play on words? I just realized that sound huh? of music, sound of metal. I don't think so. I just, I was like, <laughs> we should have researched that. I know. But like, that's how it felt. Like uh, this movie, I didn't feel like had pacing issues. I, I think it did. Like, I felt like this is, there's like so many moments where it's just, um, you're like, I don't know. Like I'm, Figuring out, like, okay, what's... I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, where's the plot? Like, come on. And then something happens, and then it quickly shifts to, like, oh, yeah, the, here's the answer. Like, oh, you gotta do this. Like, oh, okay, she's just kind of living life. Like, like oh, I need gas? Okay, I just got a random job. And then, okay, you got a little bit of money. To the, I mean, it's just, like... I don't know. I felt like it was just, like, very very surreal like it's it's like life you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's like i was watching someone play monopoly I'm like okay he's gonna have to pay that 900 bucks like mm-hmm. uh, hopefully someone lands on his face like <laughs> i don't know like that's a really bad example but it's kind of like watching something where i'm like i'm kind of just waiting to see what happens at the end like huh. that that's how it felt like to me uh, you got a lot more than like what you were just explaining i'm like i we watched two completely different movies because I, <laughs> I did not i did not, there was one scene there's one scene where that did get me, and I was the one with the guy who like, I'll I'll see you. I'll see you down the road. I'll see you down the road. Mm-hmm. I was like, also legitly plays himself. No, okay, yeah, I figured because I'm like, I don't think he's a actual actor because he 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 did it really well. I was like, he brought out a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. and I when felt he's like the story about his son. Yeah, messed and up. now that you've told me that, I'm like, oh, no wonder. Like he was telling a real true story, mm-hmm. and I was like, and like just like you said, it's like. It's like a documentary, man. Like, it is. And it didn't really feel like a movie. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because it doesn't hit... I, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, it doesn't hit the, the beats that normal movies do, right? There's no, like... There's no... Oh, what are they, there's no climax. There's no resolution. Mm-hmm. You're kind of... One, like you're saying, the end kind of just leaves you with nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two... Like, there's no real problem or conflict in the movie other than, like, oh, trying to, quote-unquote, make gas money or try to survive. But, yeah. I mean, the real... That's what I liked about the movie mm-hmm. is that it's a very different stylized movie 
right? Because the book is a nonfiction book Mm -hmm. and it was turned into a fictionalized movie, which granted what I was reading was that a lot of who Fern, the main character is, is actually just Frances McDormand's life. Like when she's looking at the photos, that's actually her husband. Oh, right. Yeah. And like, what's his name? The Cohen. Yeah. One of the Cohen brothers. Um, and then I think at one time, one point, uh, Chloe Zhao was asking like, oh, can we get your your daughter in it? Or like the girl that plays her sister in the movie. Yeah. yeah. That's her longest time friend like oh, from childhood. Wow. So like they're practically sisters and yeah, that yeah. kind of feeling. And like I feel like this was a real, like almost slight passion project for mm-hmm. Frances McDormand. Because like what I was reading, she was just like, you know, I, I went out for far. When I did Fargo, I got super popular, got a agent. And I told him like, I'm not doing anything for 10 years. Oh, wow. And there he was, the agent was just like, what the hell, dude, you're at the height of your career. Yeah. Like we can do it. And he goes, no, because I don't want people to constantly see me and be like, oh, that's Francis McDormand. And, or that yeah. this is like, this, that one girl from that movie from Fargo. Yeah. It's like, I want when I come out for it to mean something. Mm. And when you look at her career it kind of is like that. I feel like, like Fargo is one of the most important movies that I think of her in my mind. And then mm. the second most important movie I think about all the time is freaking three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which mm. she won for. Um, and now I think of this cause this is almost from what I was reading, it's like almost biographical in her life and stuff. And it's very strange in that sense. And like, she went like, <laughs> they went really like Mike Rowe. I don't mm-hmm. remember if you, I don't know if you remember Mike Rowe. No. He had a Discovery Channel, uh, show where he did Dirty Jobs. No. And the, I feel like that's- The Dirty where, Jobs guy? <laughs> the Dirty Jobs guy. Like, so I feel like Frances McDormand like really got her yeah. Dirty Jobs stuff. It's like, <laughs> she did the jobs. Yeah. Cause she wanted to be realistic. And, like, I feel like compared to the other directors that were nominated, right? So we got freaking David Fincher for Mank, oh, who got nominated, was which cool. was, like, a good movie. And I enjoyed it, as everybody knows. And I like David Fincher a lot. Uh, then we have, I think, uh, what's his face? Aaron Sorkin got nominated. Oh, yeah. Trial uh, Trial Chicago 7. Right, for Trial Chicago 7. And then... What is it? Regina King got nominated and mm-hmm. Emerald Fennel got nominated for Yep, Promising Young Woman. Yeah. I think out of those... For the directors. I would have preferred Emerald Fennel. I agree. For, like, <laughs> well, like, we talked about it on that yeah. podcast. Like, we said for her first movie being out and it being written yeah. for, by her, she nailed it. It would have gone... Now that I've watched, I think almost all of them. You watched all of them. I watched all of them? All of the directors, yes. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I always end up doing that. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I would put it David Fincher, Emerald Fennel. What was the other one? Aaron Sorkin. Uh, Regina and, uh, King. And then Chloe Zhao. Put Chloe Zhao right down the middle. So third. Third. And then Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin and then Regina King. I okay. think Regina King did very well. Yeah, you mentioned that. But it's, again, it's also her first time. Mm-hmm. But... I commend. I hope she. I hope this. I hope the the fact that she, uh, the fact that she got nominated. Like I hope she gets nominated for an Oscar, even though she might not win. But mm-hmm. it encourages her to like keep keep at it. Like you right. got something. You you just you have that you have that eye. Yes. So you can keep doing it. It's like when like, Bradley Cooper got nominated for director. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we both were like, he did okay. Yeah. Like, he didn't do anything like super special. Yeah. But we liked his directing style. Yeah. And like for me, like the way that list goes, I honestly think 
I, I don't know who I like more between Chloe Zhao and Emerald Fennel. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there is a solid tie. The the visual part of me wants to say Chloe Zhao just because she captured, like, nature extremely beautiful. And, mm-hmm. like, when she was – this is something I liked about the movie was, like, when I watched the movie, I felt like when she was shooting people, it felt like I was uh, looking at a Dorothea Lange uh, photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, she's famous for doing the migrant mother back in the Dust Bowl area. Yeah. So – it felt like I was watching a photographer just shoot. Yeah, yeah. and and it goes back to the whole idea of it being a documentary. Yeah, it, that's the maybe that's my problem with it. I I saw it. I I felt like I was watching a documentary. Yeah, like in to me, a documentary style is very rarely, um, like aesthetically pleasing. But because this is fictionalized and it's staged almost. Mm-hmm. She was able to do something that documentarians can't really do. You know, like the shot, this shot's in the trailer. When she's saying bye to all the different buses walking by, mm-hmm. you very, uh, a documentarian hopes something like that happens. Yeah. Like in just naturally, you know? Right, of course. That's and, what you're saying. And, but this time she staged it, so she was able to get that shot. So, Correct. I mean, it's just one of those things where, as like, she maybe she, I should look up her IMDb. Maybe she did do like a, a documentary before. And she probably was like, dude, I know the shots, documentaries, wish they had. Like, all the Amazon scenes. Oh, yeah. Very documentary very style. Much, yeah. Like, this showing the box, then you see the char- the main yep. character. Like, I'm like, very, like, it's very leveled, and it's like, mm-hmm. there's no, I don't know. There's no very fictionalized shots in it. Right. It's all very real. Okay. Like a documentary. All right. Whereas in Promising Young Woman, you know. It's a movie. It's a movie, and you get these shots. You know, guys look, guys looking at a girl. You picture it in your mind, and and you kind of have an image. But now, when I think about it, I think promising young woman, mm. like that kind of like creepy look of a guy. Ah, what do you think? You're thinking those guys at that bar, right? Yeah, yeah, I get you where you're going. With yeah, you. yeah, or a, a drunk girl at a bar. Mm-hmm. You, I have that image that is in promising young woman. Yeah, the I think it's the opening shot. But yeah, it is. I have That's that a image. Good point. Like she, she has Emerald Fennel has made that image like almost it's kind of like synonymous with her. Yeah, synonymous and like synonymous with that idea. Just like how like Quentin Tarantino does that a lot. Oh, yeah. Like all all the famous directors have had those moments where like like what you think this would look like, this is what it looks like, and, and you're like, whoa, he did it really well. Like that's what I think, and then sometimes. It's almost like what's that saying? Like, uh, is it uh art copying or uh, art imitating life or life imitating uh art? Yeah, it's that. It's yeah, like you're just complaining. It she did that with that movie where it's like oh it's almost like life imitating art or art imitating life, mm-hmm. you know. And Quentin does that. Uh, Steven Spielberg uh, kind of does that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, Martin Scorsese really does that, like mm-hmm. especially with gangs and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of people who are in gangs and stuff like that say, "Yep, that's how it looks like." Like that underground scene, like you you'll get that. Yeah, no, you ever I, see those I, like Vanity Fair ones where like people go like, like, no, they really wouldn't shoot it like that. But that the field, like the way it looks, that's really how like you'll see that in real life. Like, <laughs> like, like, like the actions aren't really what they would be, but like the look of it is kind of real. Like. 
Yeah. I see. I feel like you see that a lot in like really good directors. Really good directors. Right. <laughs> and uh, I think Emerald Fennell did that really well. In the, I agree. In this movie. And then Nomadland felt more like, oh, I've seen this like in a documentary kind mm-hmm. of. So I'm going to do it as realistic as it is. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like a, it's almost just reality. Not a fictionalized reality, like oh, yeah. this is like this is what this looks like. Right, of course. Like like you said, it's like picture, and you kind of you wait for that perfect shot of like like in real life, you would have to wait for that perfect shot, but she kind of staged it that way slightly. Yeah, it, I mean, granted, like in her case, I will like to make the opposing argument for that is like a lot of her shots when it comes to those landscape shots, they're not easy to pull off. No, no, yeah. Like all her sunset sunset shots, which she, which a lot of people on the internet are like, oh, the sunset movie because there's a lot of sunsets in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like, those are hard. Like yeah. that's not easy to get. Like as a person who shoots sunsets, I can yeah. tell you the kinds of shots she was taking would be would take me a year probably. And like, I'm not saying that I'm like the top tier person available, but like it's hard work to be able to like figure out when the weather's gonna be like that. The conditions of the of smog, the conditions mm. of the light hitting it in the right area, like those are difficult. They're not easy. Like you can tell that this yeah. movie took a long time to be able to like capture those specific moments. Yeah, and I and I do understand what you're saying. Like that for Chloe Zhao, and I think this is important when it comes to like best directors. Is like was there something that she innovated in, or was there anything in like particular like a shot that she designed? Like when we talked about Emerald Fennel, and you talked about when she's sitting on the bed and she has the wings on her back. Yeah. Like almost like a guardian angel. Like that's very unique. That's something that would normally be like, okay, that is a director move that's very intelligent and smart to frame. Yeah. I think the reason Chloe Zhao won is because, again, the directing side of things, obviously, is because... Netflix paid him off. No, it was a Hulu thing. It was a Hulu thing. Um, it's because she did something that was extremely unique. And what I've been saying is, yeah. and you've been bringing it up as well, is like, it's a documentary movie. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that has been realistically done to as well as she did it. Mm. And like being able to portray a person's life and imitating art and art imitating mm. life, like you said, it's like, is it Francis McDormand or is it Fern? Is it these characters that we meet or is it the real version of those mm. characters? And like dealing with the realness of being dirt poor in your old age and not being able to afford anything. Mm. Like that's something that she captured really well. And that vulnerability is something that I think is the reason why she won the Best Director Award. I Do I agree 100% that she deserves to win it? I don't know. I, I, that's why I say there's a tie for me between Emerald Fennel. Like, and I, I'm like, I love David Fincher, mm-hmm. but quite honestly, he didn't innovate anything. He made a black and white movie because he wanted it to be black and white. He made it sound like a movie from the times that Citizen Kane was made. Challenging, but it's not like we've never seen that before. Freaking yeah, but... Sound of Metal did that kind of, of like, there was almost like if you were listening to it on a tape recorder in the mm-hmm. beginning when he still has his hearing. And that's a unique thing that I didn't bring get a chance to bring up, but yeah. like, that's not, that's something innovative. The way they... F- they shot or recorded those sounds is innovative innovative and i think that's important as well when you're looking at these things no yeah you know what's crazy do you know what chloe Zhao is also directing what she's directing the eternals movie no way yeah that's cool yeah i'm like wow she she did a marvel movie (laughs) and then she did this like well okay (laughs) you know who did it a little bit better well hmm, in my opinion well it's because you probably didn't like the i feel like you didn't like the story like that movie, was being yeah. told. I just don't like Sorry. 
Right. But anyways, you know who did it kind of better? Hmm. Right. Like what you just explained. I feel like Alejandro Inurato oh, did it really well. Yeah. You know what movie I'm going to say? Yeah, I think so. The Revenant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was like, that. oh, dude, that, like everything you just said, I was like, I feel like, like you're describing The Revenant. Like all that stuff. Because like it's very similar to that. But he, he there was conflict in the movie, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, he, uh, spoiler alert. He gets attacked by a bear. What? Yeah, and then his son gets murdered in front of him. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and then he has to crawl his all his way back and then find the guy who killed his dad. Anyways, there's actual conflict. And there's like a little like... And it was based on a uh, nonfiction book. Yeah. And it was... Uh, but he had like some odd shots in it. And apparently it's all in one take supposedly, right? Uh, the Inuritu movie? Yeah, The, the Revenant. Revenant? I, read, I don't remember. I read that somewhere where that, I'm like, he did two, like, in a row? Like, that's impossible. And then I thought about it, I'm like, I don't really remember any cuts in that whole movie. I don't have to watch it yeah, to make too. sure. I only watched it once. It's really hard to watch. Yeah, because it's a long movie, right? It's almost like two and a half hours Something, like it's, it's a little long, but, I mean, I, I honestly, when I watched it the first time, I did not notice how long. I thought it was quick, because it... That's the thing about like those one shot movies. Like, yeah. Like now that there's multiple, <laughs> I think now there's a lot. Yeah. I, I, well, the pacing one off one yeah, yeah. shot movies. They're they're paced really quickly. Like yeah. Well, I mean, it's difficult to stand up those shots. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're constantly moving throughout the movie, and yeah. they're just constantly like moving around, and there's plot all over all over the place. So I'm like, whenever I I, I remember watching, it, I'm like, damn, that was like a quick two hours. Like yeah. Jesus, like. It's already over, and that's how it ends. And anyways, I mean, the, the if if anybody is actually interested in watching like quote unquote good one shot movies, yeah, look into 1917, which but, yeah. was incredible, and then look into Birdman, which was also incredible. Yeah, and it wasn't that one directed by Inuyasha, or is yeah. that Carl Ron? Birdman, uh, Birdman uh, was uh, Inuyasha. It was one of my favorites of that year. Yeah, that Birdman was amazing. Yeah. It was freaking incredible. They hide the cuts really well, just like 1917 does. Like, yeah. You should watch those movies just for the idea that it's supposedly a one shot. The best part about Birdman was that the score seemed like it's a one sh- like a, oh. a one shot also. Yeah, like, like it's just recorded consistent, one, uh, consistent. Yeah, it's like an experimental <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, whoa, this is really good. Well, like, okay, so we talked about that. I, I kind of, I understand why Chloe Zhao won. I yeah. think I would have preferred if em- Emerald. Uh, Fennel one, yeah, because I think she did a lot of unique shots that maybe could have done by. I mean, that's the thing is like maybe could have been done by another director, yeah, or isn't like extremely like thing. But like when you have this, see five people on the here, like Regina King didn't really do anything special. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 what is that? What was I trying to say? Like, I congratulated her on her on the way she directed because I found it interesting. David Fincher, I feel like didn't do anything unique, but I like his style. His style. And then Aaron Sorkin, like, it could have been directed by anybody. <laughs> I, I brought up the case that it could have been directed by the dude who did VP and... I think it, it, his style is very unique to his people. Like... Who? Aaron Sorkin. Oh, okay. Like, he... Law and Order kind of guys. You know, like... He, there's a, they, it takes well, the a West spe- Wing. <laughs> he did West Wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but, West Wing. <laughs> but it takes a certain type of director to make that feel good. You know, mm-hmm. like those, because he also did um that Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson movie. Tom uh, Cru- oh, uh, a few good men. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that has that famous you line. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. That is a very unique, you know. Is, you ever seen My Cousin Vinny? Yeah, of course. I feel like it wasn't shot that well. Like My Cousin Vinny? Yeah. I think it, no. the writing was great. The writing is great. The acting is good. Yeah. And then, like. It, the way it's shot, it's like. They try to like move along with him, like, nah, man, you need to do with Aaron. Or Aaron Sorkin puts one shot on this person, one shot on this person, right. never taking it out of frame. Mm-hmm. So that way, when you're watching this person, you're watching this person. It's like what David Fincher does. Yeah, and it, like kind of that parallel kind of look, right? Yeah. That it feels like you're turning your head. Yes. And he does that really well, you know. And then other people kind of just like it's one long shot, and you're seeing him across the room and mm-hmm. act out, use the space, you know. Right. Anyways. All right, so you didn't like I Care, or do you want to keep talking? You want about- to talk about I Care a lot? We can talk about I Care a lot, and we'll talk about best actresses. And All right, final winners. words about directors. About directors, I just said mine. Right, I think, I think everyone deserves to be on the list, except for probably Aaron Sorkin because he didn't do anything amazing. <laughs> Who would you replace? Who would you put in there? Uh, besides Aaron Sorkin yeah. from the movies we've watched, um, I'll give you some. The guy who did Sound of Metal, the guy who's well, you haven't seen it, but the guy who's doing Minari. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the guy who did Judas, the uh, Chaka King, who did Judas and the Black uh, Messiah. I would probably put Chaka you know, King in it. Chaka King or the guy from Sound of Metal, because Sound of Metal was really unique in the way it was stylized. Because mm-hmm. it, like I, I mentioned, this is I felt like it was like shot on a super thirty-five millimeter, mm-hmm. or like it's an old school home video, and I yeah. like that feel, and I like what he did with the sound, and I know that he was the person who came up with that idea, so I feel like that should be taken into account when it comes to directing. I know some people will be like, well, it's sound editing, sound amazing. Like, no, screw that. That's a directing type thing. That's yeah. a choice made by the director. Yeah, and, it, and it's a tough choice once you make that choice and you have to follow through. Yeah. Like, and He, he could have gave up at halfway through. <laughs> he'd been like, you know what? Fuck this, dude. <laughs> and he did, and he didn't, and it came out great. Yeah. So I think those two probably great. Shaka King, just because the story behind making the movie was really long and arduous, mm-hmm. and the fact that he's telling a story that has never been told correctly, I think is extremely important. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I just think that like, if you're going to get nominated for a director, you have to do something unique in either your style or shot choices, or you bring something out of an actor that you normally don't see. Mm. And okay. I feel like that was, I feel like Aaron Sorkin didn't do any of that. The other one I was going to mention was like, I care a lot of person who did I care a lot. And okay. So you want to get into this movie? But no, but apparently you don't. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what I think. Uh, wait, you have a lot to say, huh? I have a lot to shit on this movie about. What? Yes. Okay. Okay, I was really mad at the movie, like, towards the end. Like, I, I was so mad. Mm-hmm. But then what happens at the end to our main character, I was like, okay, I'm okay with it now. You got like, justice. Yeah, I, I felt like I, I, as a viewer, did not like that we were turning our villain into an anti-hero towards it. It was like... Have you seen you've seen Hannibal, right? Like the yeah, movie of Hannibal. Yeah. You know how like in that movie Hannibal gets kind of turned into an antihero. Yeah. Oh, he saved you know Clarice, yeah. or he oh something that's been happening a lot in movies. Yeah, it's like oh he saved Clarice. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not so bad after all. Right. But no. Which, by the way, is not the Hannibal movie. It's Silence of the Lambs. Huh? No. Hannibal. He does that. I literally just watched it. Oh shit! You know what? You're right. He saves her from the pigs. Anyways. Yeah. Sons of the Lambs, he pretends he's a he's a deformed cop and he escapes that way. Ah. And he's in Costa Rica at the mm-hmm. end. Anyways, Hannibal, he you find out he chops his arm off instead of Clarice's. Anyways, um uh, 
I feel like uh, I care a lot. Like, kind of wanted to do that. Like, oh, like feel bad for this villain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, fuck this villain. Like, yeah, screw this guy. Screw this lady. Like, yeah. she freaking like took advantage of people. I and then like messed up the whole freaking people's lives. And no, I'm like, I agree. And I'm like, dude. Like, no, I am not going to feel bad for this person. And they kept pushing for it. Like, no, man. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. And Rosamund Pike did a really good job. Mm -hmm. Like, I agree. Like, no no matter what you uh, happens in the movie, I'm like, the whole time I'm thinking like, dang, this girl like really can play this type of character. Like this kind of like smart kind of like thought of every little scenario kind of woman. Even yep. when her like backs against the wall, like she she figures it out. I really like that about the character. And then um, Game of Thrones dude. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I was about to say something last Oh, D- Dinklage. Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. He did okay. <laughs> you know who did a better job? Uh, the old lady. And I wish she had a bigger oh, part. Oh, that's true. I, okay, so when I watched the trailer, I was yeah. like, oh, man, this is going to be like off your rockers. Like, the, the old lady's going to get her revenge. Like, it made it seem like that. Like, like it was going to be like a hard, like, this, like, Rosamund Pike was going to have to deal with like a really annoying old lady. Like, oh, man, she's ruining my life. She's making right? this a lot. She's making this scam a lot harder than it needs to be. But no, I was like, man, Rosamund Pike, you. You cold, you cold-hearted girl, and I don't know, man. I feel like <sighs> this movie is okay. I would say, like, if you're gonna watch it, like, you're in for a wild ride, and that's cool. But ultimately, I mean, I don't know. I'd get if I had to score this movie, I'd give it like a six point eight out of ten. Okay. Like, I feel like that's a fair. That's more than fair. I, I, and I'm giving more props to the acting than I mm-hmm. am to, like, the plot, how it was shot. Right. Like, all the different stuff that's in it. Like, even some of the characters, like, aside from Muslim and Pike, she has, like, a girlfriend in this. I'm like, I didn't care for her. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Like, you don't care yeah. for the love interest? Like, geez. But it's also because you, the Rosamund Pike did such a good job at me hating her yeah. that I can't feel bad for you now. Yeah, it's like at the end, it's like even at the end of Lion King, like like Scar was like, "Man, I'm really lonely. Like I really don't have right. anybody." And I'm like Scar, you suck, bro. Like uh-huh. you, <laughs> you like try to kill a kid, man. Like no way. <laughs> like yeah. it's like no, but like look at me. Like there's like no food around here now, and like I kind of messed up, and I feel bad. Like, no, homie. Like, you're Scar, it's huh? It's too late, homie. It's too late. <laughs> you, you're irredeemable, Yeah, fool. I'm waiting for Pumbaa and, like, Timon to kick your ass. Like, even though that doesn't happen, but... <laughs> 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 but I'm saying, like, you know, you really... They, Rosamund Pike played such a good villain that it was kind of... And, and the villain's the main character yeah. here. And this movie tried to turn it around. And then I felt like the end kind of was like, okay, that just desserts you know yeah but that's how i felt about the movie i i kind of liked it for that because i was like because of the the ending kind of gave it made it it would have been a 5.8 bro no it would have been a Mm 5.5 but 1.3 because of that ending wow anyways what'd you think i I gotta move my fucking mic away from me and if you're hearing that i apologize the reason being is about to get really fucking loud in here i fucking despised 
the everything except for the first 30 minutes and Rosamund Pike's acting. Other than that, the movie was shit. Wow. It was terrible because they sell you on this fucking idea that this movie is going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to meet this person who's despicable and we're just going to keep putting them in these like situations where they're terrible. Like the movie that you just came up with of like the old lady giving all this crap to fucking Rosamund Pike's character and making her life a living hell. Great fucking movie, right? <laughs> Even if Rosamund Pike ends up winning at the end, I wouldn't yeah. have given a shit. She would have had like uh, a uh, rival. Right. And like... Sorry, there's going to be slight spoilers to this because I just can't fucking do it. And if you're going to get mad at me, too fucking bad. <laughs> oh my the God. last half of this movie is so fucking idiotic. Everyone is so stupid and unfucking believable It's complete opposite of every goddamn movie that had been nominated. <laughs> it's fucking... You're telling me that she suddenly come, becomes so capable that she's like almost a secret agent? Like, mm-hmm. how the fuck are you knocking people out? Like, no, this is dumb. And then... Wait, we're dealing with the mob here with yeah. Peter Dinklage's character. The mob is this stupid? The mob wouldn't have, like, made it look like an accident. They would have just killed the bitch and made it over. Yeah. Like, no fucking way. Yeah, she's smart. Yeah, she's arrogant. I talked about this movie with Danielle and Selena for, like, 20, 30 minutes after the movie was over just because of how much I fucking despised it. Yeah. Did they like it? No, they hated it. They oh, hated, they like, the, the, the ridiculous unbelievability that this person could nail this. And it has nothing to do, like... I feel like this movie was designed five, ten years ago for a man to play. And then because, and then they felt like, okay, how do we make this fucking, uh, we change it to make it more interesting? We'll put Rosamund Pike, who did amazing in Gone Girl. Like, you want to watch a good version of a Kerala? Go watch Gone Girl. That Mm. movie's fucking incredible. And ironically, it's a David Fincher movie. Has nothing to do with it. (laughs) The acting is what makes it, it kills it. And you bring it up. Rosamund Pike. Honestly, when I look at who got nominated for uh, Best Actress in a Comedy Drama or yeah. Comedy Musical, she deserves it. She fucking killed it. She should have uh, She should have won for fucking Gone Girl. <laughs> yeah. But Julianne Moore won, I believe, because it was the Alzheimer's movie. Still Alice, yes. Yes, which everyone says was incredible. I didn't get to watch that movie, so I don't know. That's I can't so speak good. to it. Yeah. But like, Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl, fantastic. And she plays that same character here. She's still smart witty you kind of wanted her to win but she plays a hell more of a fucking douche in this movie because yeah. she's fucking old people over but the unbelievability that this woman and this mafia can't fucking figure out how to murder this girl like it's so stupid and you mentioned the damn girlfriend the girlfriend's a fucking moron she's like i get the whole like dynamic of relationships and not being able to leave a toxic relationship i yeah. understand that i fucking get it like you can't leave cool but you're not dumb and your girlfriend is being an idiot. You yeah. should leave. And then here's the thing, right? Like they, at one point, the girlfriend gets the shit beat out of her. Yeah. Like you see it, like two gigantic big fucking dudes punching her face into the ground. And all she, she doesn't even have a concussion. She just barely has a lacerated head. Yeah. And then how do they try to kill her? They try to blow up the apartment. Dude, she's already dead if you beat, it, <laughs> beat her head in like that. She shouldn't be alive. Yeah. This movie was so Because they're trying to make it look like an accident, bro. Like, oh, she left the stove on and then, you know, lit a cigarette. Right. Like, <laughs> like what? This is so dumb. Because, you know, when I'm cook- baking cookies, dude, yeah. I tend to just, like, light up uh, a cigarette. cigarette. <laughs> and, and not have the stove on, like, at all. Like, also, you left your... Like, you're baking cookies. You're baking it into the oven. Like, yeah. what kind of a fucking gas... Do you have a gas stove at mm-hmm. There's so many fucking dumb <laughs> This movie is so fucking idiotic. I hated this movie. The acting is good. My acting's good. Like, Rosamund Pike kills it. Yeah, Peter I think Dinklage? the old lady kills it. Yeah. Peter Dinklage, okay. being an emo version of, <laughs> of Peter Dinklage, you know, he did okay. 
Like he didn't do anything special. I think he, the writing is horrific. The story is mm-hmm. fucking boring. And one of my biggest issues with this movie, right? Yeah. Is that they're trying to tote, and maybe this is just me, and I know that I get caught up in my own belief system and what I when I watch movies. <laughs> and Joey's always like, I didn't see that at all, right? But I feel like they're trying <laughs> to like, they're trying to make this Rosamund Pike into this like antihero, right? Yeah. And like like kind of good but kind of shady at the same time, right? And they're trying to make her a powerful woman, yeah. And they prove time and time again that at the very least she's business smart. Yeah. Why the fuck doesn't she come up with the idea at the very end when she has Peter Dinklage by his balls? Literally, she's in control of his life. Yeah. And instead of like upping the ante from ten million, she just goes, oh, "I'll take ten million." Like what? No, you have him by the balls. You have everything he owns, which yeah. is nothing, but you have everything the the his mom owns. Yeah. Fuck that. You could ask for 15, 20 million and he probably would have paid you to get his life back and his mother back. Yeah. But you asked for 10 again? That's stupid. No way that she would do that. She went from 100,000 to 250,000 to 5 million or to 10 million or whatever the fuck yeah. it was. And she goes and she settles there. Fucking stupid. And the fact that she didn't come up with the idea, right? She said that I want to have money to become powerful. Mm. But where does what power does she want, right? She yeah. wants the ability to have a shit ton of money and have control. Wouldn't she be the person to come up with the idea of like making it a nationwide global like fucking firm? Yeah. Like that's that's an idea that Rosamund Pike's character should have come up with. Yeah. But yet what happens? And this is where I stand on the soapbox, a man comes up with it. Yeah. Like that's completely that's the complete opposite of what your movie was trying to tell me is that women can be strong and independent and smart and, and to an extent ruthless. But yeah. yet at the end, she's none of those things. Like it's such a slap in the face as to this character you've been building up. Like I fucking despised that movie. Again, her acting was great. <laughs> she she did everything she possibly yeah. could with the role, with the writing, I should say. So I, I only have a, take a breath. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so um, one of the few things that you mentioned was like how like the the plot was like completely like off the rails. Off the rails. I would be okay with it because it does work sometimes. Yeah, I've like, seen movies that do it. You've seen Baby Driver, right? Yeah. Baby Driver, completely off the rails. You of can, course. You can uh, find all the plot holes all over the place, but it's done in a way where you kind of forget about it, right? Right. This movie doesn't really let you forget because it uses it as a device. It's it's plot driving characters, not characters driving plot. Right. You know, like, uh, I've mentioned this before, where it's like, if there's a plot, like, it can't be your, your only device, like... Cause then it's a gimmick. Like, Cause yeah. Cause like, and it was, it literally was like, that's the whole gimmick. Like, oh, she's, you know, do abusing this. And I think that's what this movie was originally about. Like that, you know, there's a system where like old people can get, be taken advantage. And I think that's the real message. Right. Yeah, of course. But then. It gets lost. Yeah. But it gets lost. Cause like how many producers are in this movie? Like probably like 10, right? I have no idea. A lot. I bet. I bet. I, I don't even know. But I, mean, I bet be every producer was like, um, let's put a little shine on Rosamund. She's doing really good. Let's let's give her more lines. Like, give her more lines. Like, uh, She's no. already speaking 90% of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, and that's that's all you get. It's it's just her the whole movie. Yeah. And, and, and you're just throwing plot, 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 plot. It's like, how about what if the mob shows up? Like, do we really need, like, we have a pretty good plot, like, right here. It's like, yeah. no, 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 yeah, like, the old lady, like, the sons in the mob, like, okay, like, we were just kind of, like, gonna 
see like where people take like she just keeps taking advantage of people yeah. and this is like one that she shouldn't have messed with uh-huh. you know like and then like yeah but make him make him be a part of the mob like and then right. not like, just a part of the mob he faked his death yeah and then yeah <laughs> he faked his death and like she faked his death she faked her death so she's not even the person that she is such it, it was like very it's very fantasy and it can work sometimes it can but like but I'm... those characters need to need to I, you've made the the plot so grandiose. These characters, just like how Rosamund Pike was grandiose, Peter Dinklage should have upped his ante. Just kind of like how in Baby Driver, mm. uh, what's his name? Uh, John Ham. John Ham. His character goes all the like way higher, and then so does uh, what's his name? Jamie uh, Fox. Jamie Fox. Both of those characters just. Boom! Become gigantic monsters, mm-hmm. which makes which makes you think like I don't want to even care like what's going yeah. on anymore in the movie. I kind of want to see, you know, this really quiet guy deal with these really loud characters, right? You know, and that that's what makes you watch that want to watch that movie. I care a lot. It's a very lo- like Rosamund Pike plays a very quiet, sinister villain against okay. another. Sinister villain. Okay. It's like watching Spy versus Spy. I guess, but I like not too much credit. But, but okay. no, like, but not as like, but without the big bombs. Yeah, it's Spy it. versus Spy versus like like, but not like as can as I don't know like as interesting. Spy versus Spy is more interesting than than these two characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the plot is stupid. And like, maybe you're right. Maybe there is too many producers, and they're all giving like their two cents, and it turns yeah. into like fifteen cents worth of shit. And that's what happened. Yeah. But like there's a there's we've talked you've talked about this in podcasts is that the movie couldn't decide what it wanted to be. Yeah. The first 20 minutes were like, oh, we're going to give you essentially like House of Cards. Yeah. And we're going to give you the story about elderly abuse, which is extremely rampant in our country right now. Yeah. Uh, Freaking one of my favorite people in the world, fucking Stan Lee was going through elderly abuse. Yeah. And like. That's an important story to tell. Just show you how these people are gonna. And then suddenly it's like, oh, but the mob entered. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, who who started smoking halfway through? They were writing this fucking plot. Like, who yeah. took shrooms <laughs> and thought? Like, and then after they were off shrooms, decided, you know what? This is a great fucking idea. Yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like this movie just kind of, like you said, it's it's all over the place. Can't really decide. It. There was a lot oh, of things man. wrong with it. The only good thing out of it was like the acting. The act like Rosamund Pike. That's it. Because everything else was stupid and the plot was dumb. Like, it's so much unbelievable fucking things that happen. And, like, the thing about these movies, right, that you're mentioning, like, say, Baby Driver and some of these other movies where, like, something crazy fantastical happens and the main character has to deal with this, like, absurd thing that just happened. Like, mm-hmm. how you said, oh, and suddenly two monsters appear, right? Yeah. Those movies, why they work is because the character then. Goes through that thought process in his head, like, holy shit, I'm dealing with something completely out of my league. How do yeah. I try to figure this out? And in this movie, she doesn't miss a beat. She's just like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, it's like, normal. This happens, like, this is a regular Tuesday for me. I'm like, bitch, no, it's not. <laughs> like, you're not dealing with old people and people yeah. that you're paying out of your pocket. Yeah. Like, I can handle this. Like, no, you can't. No, you really fucking can't. <laughs> you can't tase your way through <laughs> killing the fucking mob. That's yeah. impossible. And it's so fucking frustrating. And, like, I was watching it, and I was like, it'll get better. It'll get better. No, I never fucking got better. Yeah. Like, movie shit. Movie is shit. And it's two two hours and 12 minutes or some shit like that. It's like, what the fuck? Is it really that long? Yeah, it was like two hours or something minutes. I was like, what the fuck? So frustrating, man. And maybe, 
No, no. There is no maybe on this one. Fuck that. This movie sucked. <laughs> I You were giving it a 5.8. I give this movie... Oh, oh, this movie? A 6.8. A 6.8? I give this movie a fucking 4.8. Oof. And the only thing I you like... Know, that's, a, that's their first... Uh, I think this whole podcast, you've never given anything, anything below... lower than a 7 a five. or maybe a 6.8. Really? I think, I, 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 I think you might have given some 5s, but... Okay. okay. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, this is a fucking 4.8 at best. And the wow. 4.8 is coming straight from the first 20 minutes. <laughs> Rosamund Pike, the old lady, and some of Peter Dinklage, because he so didn't try too hard. So let me see. Two, two, and then point four. eight, and then Peter Dinklage came point out. Point eight, so that's four point eight. <laughs> yeah, and then the lady, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like two, two, and well, two for the old lady, yeah. two for Rosamund Pike, and then point eight for Peter Dinklage because he was there. <laughs> I gave it a little bit extra because of the ending and Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike's uh, acting really goes a long way for me because I mean, mm-hmm. this movie, because I can, so I'm thinking like, can you imagine this movie without her? Uh, that's tough. Right, right. It's it's tough because that's how good she was, yeah. and I'm like saying, you know what, you get four points, just from that. That's fair. And then the plot, like you said, the first twenty minutes were good, and you get the redemption at the end, which it, to me is not a fucking redemption. You get like a stupid like a ending. Point one point five there, <laughs> like barely puts you at five point five, and then everybody else is acting kind of like those two main actors, the old lady and Peter Dinklage. Yeah, those interactions, I kind of like those interactions. Okay. Like, especially, you kind of see Peter Dinklage's vulnerability when he finally sees his mom. True. Yeah, you know, I was like, you know what? Good redemption story here. Well, was like, enough that was... of it, though? Huh? I don't think there was enough of it to be, to redeem the movie. It made his, like, for me, I was like, it, this explains why you're going this far. Because I would have said, like, why do you even care? Like, why do you care so much? But then, then seeing that, that part made me think, oh, okay, this is how everybody else is feeling. Like, that guy who's, like, fighting for his mom like that's how he feels like except he's not getting this moment mm-hmm. he's not he's not gonna see his mom ever again all these other people that's all these people she's doing to all these people yeah like what peter dinklage is feeling yeah except they don't get what peter dinklage gets at the end yeah of course and, i don't uh, know man and so anyways i th- that's what went through my thought process and i gave it a 6.8 because of that because i'm like okay there's a there's some redemption here not just for myself but like for the characters within it and some good just desserts. I kind of I liked seeing her go. Yeah, the ending. Yeah, and I liked like, seeing that ending. I'm like, good. Yeah, go well, on. it's because. <clears throat> and my thing with the movie is like, okay, was it an elderly abuse movie or was it a capitalism movie? Elderly like, abuse. I feel like it's an. Elderly. See, and that's the weird thing, right? Is that I feel like the first part is elderly abuse. Yeah. And then the later half is all about capitalism, <laughs> because you look on the internet and you try to figure out what this movie's about. Half of the articles are about, half if not more of them, are about capitalism. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because of people well, just talking about what happens. Because at the end, right? Yeah, because of everything oh, that goes right, on there. And right. because, like, her whole, her whole uh, way of life, her whole being is about being in power and having money and trying to gain what other people, what the rich people have. Yeah. And, like, she makes it about that. And I, I'm like, I get it. I understand where you see the capitalism. Yeah. And I agree, capitalism sucks and we shouldn't, like, to this extent. But, like... I just can't get over the fact that this movie was shit because mm-hmm. I wanted this movie to be good. Cause yeah. And and the reason why I don't give Rosamund Pike four points, like you said, yeah. the reason I give her two is because I've already seen this character and I've seen a better version of this character. Mm. Did she do good? Yeah, sure. But I already knew she could do this. It's right. not special. It's like when we talk about other directors who like, 
I was like, oh, but this director had won an Academy Award, but why didn't they get nominated for this movie? Like, that's because we've already seen that director do this. It's nothing new. Yeah. Like, you have to constantly reinvent yourself to be able to win awards. Yeah. And granted, she didn't win an award for Gone Girl because Julianne Moore won for fucking Still Alice. Yeah, which she did a really good job. Which she did a really good job. (laughs) Yes, I... So, uh, Julianne Moore comes out in Hannibal, too. She does? Yeah, I just watched. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying she does. Okay. Yeah. Um, I big, haven't watched them since. got a big butt in that movie. 2012. I was like, whoa, Julianne Moore. You're fine, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like, but she was, like, way younger. Like, than well, yeah, than I mean, still Alice. 2005, 2002. 2001, bro. That's when Hannibal came out? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. It's 2002. Still Alice came out four years ago. Four years after that? No, four years ago. From what? No, 2018. No, wait, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, no, 20, I'm thinking 2016 because I think, because I don't so count. Five years. I keep yeah. forgetting. <laughs> the 2016? Yeah, two, okay, came out 2014. Oh, so man. 13 years earlier. Wow. And she know. still looks young. She does, yeah. She, she, she looks good for her age. Like, yeah, she's definitely she's going. She's still hot. She's still hot? Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. You know me. Got thing for redheads. <laughs> All right. Speaking of redheads, my rating is black. <laughs> no, I don't think she's a redhead. She she has like, I think. Is that a Netflix movie? It's either a Netflix movie or a Hulu movie. Okay. U.S. versus Billy Holiday is Hulu. Is I think Hulu. Ma Rainey's is is Netflix then. I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna watch both of these movies because I I know that Ra- I want to watch Ma Rainey just because Chad Chadwick. Because I here's the thing with Chadwick's thing, right? Is that like. He's done other movies that I think he did so well at that he should have deserved an uh, a, a win for. Get on up, right? Get on up, and then uh, Jackie 40, Robinson. Yeah, forty two, forty two, which was an incredible movie. I still think that was arguably his best movie. Oh mm. uh, well, oh I, about his performance, you mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I didn't like those. There were so many like Back to the Future kind of lines, like hey. How about if one day we all wear your number? Oh. Like I'm like, shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe one day it'll be one. I mean, yeah, yeah. We all know that this happens. Like, yeah, it's kind of like, hey, <laughs> hey, you never know. This might become a real. <laughs> yeah, this might become the real thing. Like, it's like the guy who can't let a joke go and keeps saying it over and over because that's all they. No, got. it's like the guy who knows like what happens in the future and is like, what this is exactly what you're. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he's like, whoa, what is this like? Uh, you know. I don't know what's something that would happen. To me. Oh, it's like I wish this car would go faster. You never know; they might wink. It's like, what do you know? Like, what, like, why are you saying this? Like, no one, no why one who lives in the fourth wall, right? Yeah, now? Right, exactly. Like, in not really breaking the fourth wall. It's like if you had a friend right now and you said, "Man, don't like." I wonder what it would be like if we had flying cars. Like, you might know in a couple years. Like, what? <laughs> why are you saying that like yeah. oh i don't know it's like are you from the future like that, that would be my first thought if i heard someone saying stuff like that i've been watching too many movies on me no yeah no oh that's what you tell that yeah, guy that's, that's, that's what i tell you oh. yeah i think he's from the future you've been watching too many movies no no i told him i asked him what if there was a twinkie tower and he said there might be and i'm like no. i'm still waiting i'm still waiting for my twinkie tower george where's yeah. my twinkie tower yeah, exactly no, I I think that's why I didn't like 42. <laughs> Anyways, my rain is Black Bottom. Did you watch it? No. No, I haven't either. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, can I tell you something about watching Netflix movies? Yeah, go for it. Like, especially like my rain is Black Bottom. Mm. You look at the title. You look at the trailer. 
kind of be like you know how you go on the yeah. on Netflix and it automatically just starts playing the trailer, yeah, I, which I hate. <laughs> yeah, me. I know. And then I'm like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, that's pretty cool. And then I'm like, two hours, <laughs> <laughs> mm, two hours or five hours of it's always sunny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the same boat, man. This is what I think of every single time. I'm like, oh, it's a two and an hour and seventeen minute fucking movie. I can watch two hours, but like, I'm like, I'm not interested in like, yeah. I'm I'm kind of not interested in this movie, which sucks because like, I bet it's probably good. Like I know, but like Dolomite, I took forever oh, to watch that movie. I still haven't watched it because I'm just like whatever's. <laughs> at, at this point, it's too late. I'm not going back. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Dolomite, like, like anyways, think I, of like Irishman. The Irishman I never watched because I I saw that three hour tag and I was just like nah, <laughs> nah I'm good. <laughs> I watched Dolomite. Like I was, it was really late. I it was one of those moments where it's like I'm going through every, I'm. Obviously, I have a bunch of different, like, services. Yeah. And uh, I'm, like, going through all of them. I'm, like, I don't even know what I want to watch. And then I'm, like, and then Dolomite came up. And I'm, like, I kind of want to watch this movie. I'm meaning to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. And then in my, my something in my head said, then watch it, honey. Like, what, do you, what else are you going to watch? And I'm, like, you're right, brain. You're <laughs> <laughs> right, brain. You're right, brain. All right, let's let's look it on. And it started, and I was, like, oh. <laughs> and I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid that's gonna happen with Bob Rainey. Yeah. Like I'm gonna click it, like the just the credits or the, even the like the Netflix. Kung kung. Yeah. Like, and, and then you're I, already. Uh. Yeah, I'm already like, ah, oh, all right. I mean, that's how I felt. No, with and, Sound of Metal. Remember? And, oh yeah, that's true. But I'm not gonna watch it two times. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Bob Rainey's Black Bottom, the title card, like Netflix, mm-hmm. and then like all those other ones are gonna come up. And then, ha- like, 10 seconds, I bet this is going to happen. 10 seconds into it, I'm going to go pause. I'm like, I'm going to need some chips or something. <laughs> I, need something. <laughs> I need something to munch on while I'm watching this. Because I ain't about to do this. Yeah. And then, who knows? Maybe I'll watch it and I'll be like, you know what? Not bad. Yeah. Not I mean, bad. Like I always like those movies. I like yeah. those movies where you're going you're like, oh, this is probably going to be a chore to watch. Like, yeah. Everyone's telling me to watch this movie. I guess I'll watch it. Yeah. And then you start and you're like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And then about an hour in, you're like, invest it. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm okay with that. I am. But like, some of these movies, I'm just like, oh, God, I don't know if I can watch this. Like, Maybe that's that's what happened with me in Nomadland. Yeah. I mean, I totally like, get that. I, w- I was like, all right. I, like, I, and I was like, fairly excited. And I had like snacks. Yeah. And I was watching, and then uh, eventually I was like, "Is that what you my- wanted?" Joey reaches for phone. Yeah, it's not what you want, and that's okay. Like I get that. <laughs> like I totally understand that, and that's like to a certain extent. Like we talked about the father a bunch now, and like yeah. we talk about how like we want to watch this movie. We think it's gonna be great, but I'm afraid that I'm gonna get into this movie. I'm gonna get 30 minutes in, and I'm gonna be like, "God, oh, this movie is just kind of like <laughs> it's just kind of whatever." I don't know why people were saying that. Like this is the first movie they cried <laughs> in years or whatever. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." You know how I, what show I felt like was like that? Huh. This is us. Oh really? Yeah. Every everyone's like, I I remember the commercial. Yeah. I remember I watched I was watching it with Wendy and I, and the first commercial that comes up, people are like, I cried every episode. Yeah, oh my god. And I'm like, weak. Yeah. Like, they've clearly never watched. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. Uh, Lion King. Like, <laughs> <Lion> King? <laughs> <laughs> they've mean, clearly never watched Up <laughs> like a thousand times <laughs> and still cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know. People 
Like, the like father's good. Yeah. Though. So that's the thing, right? And then, okay. So I wanted to, we should probably get back on track slightly. <laughs> uh, okay. I did want to talk about one thing, right? Okay. The thing with the Golden Globes is it gets separated between drama and comedy slash musicals. Mm-hmm. The comedy slash musicals usually are a joke. Like, no offense to those movies <gasps> or anything like that, right? I love those movies. <laughs> yeah. But what the fuck? Borat wins? Oh, yeah. I I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. That's I didn't funny, watch it. Dude. You did. I did, yeah. Right? <laughs> and I understand that this version of Borat was a lot was way different than the first one. It is. It's more like political sat like political satire and like poking fun at how stupid Americans can be in the government system and that like kind of idealism is, right? Yeah. Right? And I get that. And Sasha Baron Cohen, I have won said best it in, actor. Yeah. He won best actor. He won best actor. Yeah. I I like him as an actor and I like him I like it the way his mind works. Yeah. Because he's the type of person who is like John Stewart and who makes like these political like like points and it makes sense. Yeah. I just don't understand how it also won for best motion picture of a comedy. Because personally, like, I think Palm Springs deserved it, man. What are the other ones? Uh, for best motion picture in a musical, it was... Oh, actually, it didn't even win motion picture. I'm sorry. Um, it was Borat, Music, French Exit... Oh, no, that's actress. I'm reading the wrong ones. My bad, homies. I don't even know why I'm here. People this should just, you should just change it up. All right, here we go. Nope, that's <laughs> that best actor. This fucking thing is all stupid. Oh, no. I'm terrible. Okay, here we go. Borat did win. So it was Borat, Hamilton, Music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. That was a problem. Not enough good contenders. And I bet, I bet Palm Springs was like probably almost as a tie mm-hmm. with them because I've pro- I've heard bad reviews about music. Yeah. Really bad reviews. Dude, I know. Didn't they like like I didn't even get to watch the Golden Globes because I don't have cable. Uh-huh. And I wasn't about to watch a two hour show after it came out on NBC Peacock. So I just said fuck it and I just read the stuff that came out. Uh-huh. Didn't like Tina Fey and what's her face like really drag music through the fucking They kind of made fun of they they didn't drag it, but they were like saying like like Kate Hud, like I don't know. People were saying like it's not good, like because you know what? It, do you know what it's about? I find out what it's about. No, I kind of remember, but I don't want to misspeak. Kate Hudson has a daughter who's like, um, what's it called? Autistic, right? And uh, they're like playing music or something. Mm-hmm. And people were saying like, oof, really bad. Like the girl who played autistic is like, I am Sam, like <sighs> went too far. Yeah. And that's like, not good. And that's what I've been hearing is that like, like it was a very insensitive movie. Yeah, it was a very insensitive movie. Like I I saw the trailer or I saw like a the clip that they showed. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, okay. See ya? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you, that's what I this do. is what you wanted? And I was like, but you know what? It's like I am Sam. Like you there these people do ex- like that 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 does exist. Yeah. The fact that it's played by someone like that's not like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of insensitive, but at the same time, like, how are you gonna, how are you gonna do it? Granted, Peanut Butter Falcon did it, but true. But I mean, and and that brings it to the point of you saying like, and Peter Butter, Peter Butter, uh-huh, Peanut Butter Falcon, the actor who portrayed the person with a disability mm-hmm. was actually has that that disability. Yeah, like, and that's fair. Like representation matters. Like yeah. we've been speaking, like 
There's been a lot of stuff about like representation of African Americans in movies, nah. women in movies, dis- people with disability in movies. Like these things matter, and you should do that if you can. If you can ha- cast a person in that role, then you should. Yeah, right? and, and like of course, it, this is part of our like current worldview and everything like that. But so, <clears throat> sometimes so. it can't. I feel like sometimes it can't happen. Like you're like, you know what? I we auditioned a lot of people, but this person played it like the way I wanted it to be portrayed. Right, so, of course. I mean, that that does happen. Mm-hmm. And, and Peter Bravo Falcon, it it worked out. Like this right. guy was legit, really good. Like he yes. he can follow direction the way that they wanted it to. Exactly like right. how we talked, how I mentioned about um, No Man Land and those actors who aren't actors. Exactly. Just like that, like what if they, the, what if those people couldn't really do? It? It's like I can't really, don't know how to do this they story. Just put He's like, in. what are you gonna do? Force them? I'm like no, no. <laughs> no of course not. <laughs> put a gun to their head. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're gonna act. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am acting now. Like, anyways, uh, <laughs> you gotta act scared. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, dude, I watched it. I was like, Oof, I kind of don't want to watch this. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't look seek it out and watch it. But now I'm kind of being like, maybe I should watch it. You know what? Maybe it's not as bad as I'm. As, as what people have said. As what people have said, yeah. Like maybe, maybe, maybe some people are just kind of blowing it a little bit out of proportion. Maybe mm-hmm. it, there is some truth to it, but maybe it's not so bad. Anyways, I so still the, feel like I, the, the whole thing is like I think that Palm Springs deserves the win. Hmm. I think it's a better movie. Like, granted, I didn't watch Borat, the sequel. Yeah. But I think when we talked about Palm Springs, and I watched it twice, mm-hmm. and I and it holds up. Like, the funny parts hold up, and it, since it's a comedy, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And I think the story, there's so much heart in that story, and the, the way it's delivered and the vehicle yeah. that's used to be able to, like, show you the story is so brilliant. And I don't think that... I mean, I don't feel like Borat should have won. But granted, like you're saying, like it's not a very strong list <laughs> of movies. Yeah, I, I mean, Hamilton, Hamilton, not really a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. When you when I saw the list of like Hamilton's on there, I'm like, really? Like, I don't really consider that a movie. It's yeah. it's kind of like it's like when when you go to AMC and it's like come to like prestige like blah 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 yeah, yeah. like and it's like people singing opera like yeah, yeah. figaro and i'm like hmm i hope this one gets nominated like no like these are people just on stage so here's my here's my theory about this right yeah i don't think hamilton would have gotten nominated i feel like they put hamilton into the category uh-huh. because they were going to put in uh in the heights Oh. Because In the Heights was supposed to come out last year, uh-huh. but because of the pandy, yeah. they moved it to this this year in July. And In the Heights, even though it's a musical, like it was on Broadway, yeah. they turned it into a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was supposed to be nominated, not Hamilton, but because mm-hmm. Hamilton is such a big fucking culture thing, they added it to the story. And I, I don't know. And when it comes to the prom, like I, I we said we were going to try to watch it, and I'm still like... I don't think I'm gonna do it anymore. It's on Netflix. It is, yeah. It's free on Netflix. Like, uh, maybe one day. I think I might watch the prom before I watch music. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. The only reason is because I think Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is a serious movie. Yes. And I'm, re- I'm usually more reluctant to watch those. It, it it's uh, harder for me to get into the mood for those than yeah. it is uh, comedy. Okay. And I think the prom seems like comedy slash musical. Like there's some comedy in it. 
Okay. It's the, I don't think it's a serious. It, no, it's, it's not like Hamilton comedy, where yeah. it's not I like Hamilton like, where it's like a musical that's serious or yes. or Les Mis. Yes, exactly. Um, but At yeah, there's Les Mis was a movie. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think, man. I don't know. Like, what? Well, what's the movie? Borat. Uh, no, the other one. The one Palm you thought, Strings. Palm Strings. I think it just didn't get it because like the it's like. Because it's not Borat, man. Because it's not. I feel like I Borat think no, won like because it's a like a big deal. Because a lot of people love that fucking movie. I think because it was a bigger deal. Like it had a a different, uh, like you said, it was shot differently than all okay. the other ones. It had a different, like it it advanced the characters' biography in mm-hmm. the movie. I feel like there's stuff that happens in the movie that kind of changes the story. I mean, the the woman that's in Borat is also nominated. Yeah. So, I mean, there's also that. The, her character is kind of like, there's some stor- There's more story in this one than there was in the first one. I'll mm. tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, If you ever plan to watch it. I and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like Palm Springs, it was, it was like, it's like if Back to the Future was nominated. Like, it's not going to win. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not going to win because there's time travel involved there's like it's a science movie okay, and it's so funny it's, so like you're thinking of it as like it's the comic book movie yeah yeah like the comic book movie that will never win yeah it's like if the dark like, it's like if it's, it's, not, gonna like, it's not gonna win <laughs> it's like if Heath Ledger got nominated for best support that's different though yeah I know I just kidding <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> or it's like freaking Suicide Squad winning for costume and design oh okay well, <laughs> that I can see though see, no, okay course. Palm Springs if it won for uh Best uh, set design, maybe. Really, I don't think there was something unique in that movie to be able to call it set. Like they were movie. able to film the whole movie in one location. Yeah, the, you you have to set uh, and choreography was good. I don't know. It nominated. I didn't say win. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, just, I still feel like it's in the desert. There's like a bunch of you have to organize all that, yeah. that stuff to make I mean, it look that's good. True. Uh, I want to give a shout out. To the homie Daniel Kaluuya for winning for Best Supporting Actor for Judas oh, yeah? and the Black Messiah. That shit. Who, I think who, he, who are the other people? In the Supporting Actor? Yeah. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen for Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh-huh. Uh, Jared Leto for The Little Things. Uh, Bill Murray for On the Rocks. Uh-huh. And that was just Bill Murray being Bill Murray. At this point in the stage, the only reason Bill Murray comes out in a movie is because the casting director just wants Bill Murray. Okay. Uh, and then Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Okay. Anyway, so what were you gonna say? Uh, I'm glad that he won because out of those people, I feel like he's the most deserving. Uh, he did that role justice. I mean, we talked about it. He had the cadence down mm-hmm. to be able to portray the man. It's a real, and I feel like we're in this like age of awards where if you portray a real person, you're more likely to win that award. And mm-hmm. I mean, like just looking at it, literally three out of the five people all portrayed real people. Yeah. So. Wait. So. You watched four out of the five, huh? Of those movies? You didn't watch Yes, Jerry I didn't Leto? watch Little Things. Because mm-hmm. I, I ran out of time. Yeah. Because no, I was supposed fine. to watch it last weekend, but I had uh, I had a shit ton of stuff to do. Yeah, no worries. I know you're mad at me, Joey. I'm not mad. I, okay, you can't see him, but he's currently like throwing stuff at me. He's like, he's threatening my he's life. Lying. He's got a gun to my head. He's lying, dude. Just like earlier. What a, what a liar. But anyways. The Little Things. Uh, I mean, overall, how do you feel... How do you feel about the... This is not... Here's the thing with these... With the Golden Globes. <laughs> right? Yeah. I As much as I love... I love award seasons. Yeah. I love the Oscars. I feel like sometimes the Golden Globes are just a joke. They're like the... 
I feel like I like I like the okay. Golden Globes for the television stuff, but for the movies, I just kind of I'm just kind of like whatever. It's most mainly the pageantry that's really cool, like the little gimmicks that they do. Yeah. It's it's like like you're watching these actors being made fun of. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean it's, it's just it's a nice. roast. It's like a roast, yeah, but like a little less open, but also kind of like it's kind of also all also open season. Like if you're there, like they're gonna. Talk. Yeah. Of Anyways, course. I think. They, Jared Leto had a legit, like, good chance. No, oh, okay. Other, like, I don't even think Leslie Odom had a chance. No. I definitely don't think Bill Murray had a chance. And I don't think Sasha Baron Cohen had a chance. Sasha Baron Cohen. There's, for Trial of the Chicago 7, come on, he barely did anything. There was no part, I always. His accent was very good, like. I like okay. his Chicago. I like his uh, was it Chicago? No, New York. His New York accent. It's a very hard accent. Uh, yeah, no, I get that. But I agree I with you. I, well, hold on. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying my piece. I'm saying he still did better than Bill Murray and Leslie Odom. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray played himself. It's not hard. <laughs> Leslie Odom got nominated because he played a person who could sing, and yeah. he's a person who can sing. It's like when uh, Jennifer Hudson. Got the Oscar. Oh yeah, for I, what I, was it? Dream Girls. I'm like, she you, sang most of that movie. I'm like, so she got an award for singing. She should have gotten a grant uh, <laughs> for best original original song, not like yeah, acting. No, I agree. Anyways, you were really pissed off that time. So I, I always, I always laugh at the when you bring up the Jennifer Hudson thing because it's true. I'm like, I don't think <laughs> I never brought this up before. Well, I'm like, if a if an actor is singing and acting, then yeah, I guess Bradley Cooper. Where did he do that? And uh, the same, and uh, what's it called? Born, Bo- Star is Born? Yeah, Star is Born. Yeah, he sings in that movie. Oh, yeah, but like, see, but he, it's most more acting than it is singing. The fact that he can pull off the singing, mm-hmm. like, pretty good. That's what like, I'm saying. But if you're a singer and you're singing, like... Come on. <laughs> come on, that was, was that really that hard? And when you're acting, and the acting, his acting was okay. Yeah. It wasn't like... Oh my god, dude! Like when I saw him, I saw you know whoever he played. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Cooke. <laughs> no, and, and, and the movie is just like and I, he, I don't know. Like, anyways, I think Jared Little had a chance mm. than uh, Daniel Kaluuya, but I think Daniel Kaluuya got it because he his his message in the in the movie was his he had more screen time. Okay. Yeah, like he true. had a lot more screen Honestly, time. I don't even know why he got nominated for supporting. I feel like he's... Because Lakeith is the lead. Yeah, like, I, I get it. But I'm like, at the same time, I feel like this motherfucker is just the lead. Like, it's a co-lead kind of situation. <laughs> no, it's... Because he played, like... Remember how Heath Ledger got supporting? Yeah. But for the most... If you really think about it, like, he's kind of almost like the lead. Yeah. Like, it's like that. I think because technically Lakeith Stanfield is the... He's the Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and and Daniel Kaluuya is the Joker in this, but even though that's a crazy depiction <laughs> comparison, yeah, I mean, like he's that, not an evil character. Yeah, he's not an evil character, but but I'm saying like the roles are uh, the same. Yes, they're, they're bouncing off each other. Yes, like so, Lakeith Stanfield is the lead, and Daniel Kaluuya is the, the supporting because like right, it, it's about Lakeith Stanfield is trying to get closer to him. Right, of course. Anyways. The one thing I wanted to bring up about the whole thing is like I'm I'm super excited to see where the Oscars go because I like those awards more. I feel like the way they have them designed 
to like the way they're set up with like best actor, best actress, supporting, supporting, and just like general movie picture. I yeah. love the idea that they do film editing. I love that they do sound mixing, sound editing. I love the costume and design. I know that's something that people don't really go into. Like production, I think, is a great fucking award. Like the awards work better. Yeah. And one of my favorite awards of the night is usually um, original score. Mm. And in this one, they nominated The Midnight Sky, which I'm just like, I, I don't even know what that sounded like. So whatever. No? No, I don't think it was. I you should listen to it. I think it sounds fun. Yeah, is it okay? It's pretty good. Well, okay. Well, then he, this is one of those times where, like, I feel like the music is probably good, but they didn't use it really well in the movie, or like it didn't. It wasn't loud enough. Mm, maybe. Then it's Tenant, which I think was a great score. Yeah. Like Ludwig Göransson did great. Yeah. Then it's News of the World. Didn't watch it, so I have no no clue. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess we can call Grau and he can tell us. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we have Mank, which I did think the the score was good. And I thought it was used well. And then we have Soul, which I'm just like, I don't remember the music being that special in that movie. Mm. And I get that the movie is about music. Yeah. And maybe that's why I won. Granted, freaking Trent Reznor, who won the award for that, got nominated twice for that and Mank. Yeah. I think he did a better job of Mank. Really? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I, and maybe that's my bias because everybody knows I don't fucking like Soul because of how they, <laughs> how they did the marketing or whatever. And I, I'll stand by that. Yeah. I think they fucked it up. But I think the score was better in Tenon and in Mank. And I don't get how Soul wins. I feel like Soul wins just because like it's a movie about music, so it has to win. And I hope that gets mm-hmm. corrected when it comes to the Oscar. Because, maybe. Because I think that... I doubt it. I doubt it as well. I don't think it'll change. I mean... Granted, who knows? Maybe Soul doesn't even get nominated for an Oscar, and there's a movie out there that does a way better job with it. Mm, maybe. Um, Something could come up in the next few. It's true. It's very true. So, okay. So you don't agree with most of these Golden Globes? You're yeah. hoping for something better in the no- in the nominations? Because they do kind of mix them together, right? So some mm. of these are going to like not be there. Yeah, For of sure, uh, music's not going to be there. No. Ham- Hamilton was a, no. uh, not going to be there. Uh I don't think One Night in Miami is going to... I don't think cut. so either. I, I don't think so. What's the ones from the drama? Uh, the pictures? Yeah. Uh, There's the father. It was the father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and... Oh, uh, Mank and Trial of the Chicago 7. Trial of Chicago 7 might get cut. I, I think it will get cut. Um, I think it'll get replaced by Judas and the Black Messiah. Yep. And it'll be like let's say it's five, right? Let's mm-hmm. Judas and the Black Messiah, The Father, Nomad Land, Minari. Oh, and yeah. Promising Young Woman. Those would be nice. Yeah. That that get get the nomination for Best Picture. And, and you know, I think one of the reasons that Judas and the Black Messiah didn't get nominated as much is because it came out the same month as the the Golden Globes. Maybe. And there wasn't enough time for them to be able to like really really watch it. Mm-hmm. And now that they pushed the the Oscars back, I think. There's going to be more like, oh, okay, the more people have watched it. Yeah. And plus, like we've discussed, when it comes to the Oscars, it's a it's voting based on your peers. Yeah. And I think uh, people who will watch these movies are going to agree a lot more with like, oh, this person deserves a nomination. This person deserves a win. And that like, whole ranking system is crazy. And maybe yeah. on that pre-Oscar show, we should do uh, we should go into the explanation of that fucking crazy ranking system and voting system is for the Oscars because yeah. it is amazing and not enough people know about how that works. <laughs> I love talking about that shit. Well, what's your five side. then? What's my five? Yeah. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah, Promising Young Woman, 
Uh, I think Mank will get nominated. I, I'm going to say that Nomadland is going to get nominated. Mm-hmm. That fifth spot, I don't think The Father is going to get nominated. <gasps> I think Minari might get nominated over it. I put out, I, what did I leave out? Mank, huh? You left out Mank. Yep. <clears throat> Mank and Trial of the Chicago Second. I don't, the reason I don't think The Father will, granted I haven't watched it, it sounds like it's mostly an Anthony Hopkins movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's enough movie to show that this, that it's a, I don't think that's enough to make you go like, oh, this is a movie. It's the thing that Wendy always tells us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the movie that wins Best Picture at the Oscars usually wins the award, usually gets nominated the most. I don't see the father getting nominated for sound mixing, sound editing, and no, all these it, things. Uh, if, usually, if they win Golden Globe and um, SAG, mm-hmm. they win. Oh, okay. And that's, that's what happened with usually what, last year. That's what happens with actor and actor. Mm-hmm. And then if they get the most wins out of all of them. That's who ends up winning. And I don't yeah. think the father will, like, I don't think it gets the nomination, to be honest. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it did enough. I don't think it does enough to be nominated. Okay. I don't think it has enough buzz. So. Whisper campaigns. <laughs> so what are we going to watch? Since it's a month till the Oscars. Yeah. We got some, we can do like a a random, uh, uh what's it called? Category. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Do you still have show time? Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't cancel it in time, so I have it for another month. <laughs> hey, you can still watch Kitty, you I know? I can still watch Kitty, yeah. I'm, I can finish that season and then the next one. I'm almost done with the first season. Okay, how about this? We do, I say we do one of my, one of my current, like, favorite trilogies. Like, I'm really into, into it, and I just found out that Red Dragon is on, like, Hulu or, like, Netflix Oh, you want to watch something? all the Hannibal movies? Yeah, well, not all of them. Just the main three. So I'm Silence not going to watch Hannibal Rising? What the heck? <laughs> You're going to watch so Silence of the Lambs. Lambs. I've already Hannibal. watched Hannibal, yeah. but I don't know. Like, we can do that, or or what What do you think? We have some cool, we have some a lot of them. A we can lot do, of what? Like, a lot of different categories that we have on our little fake wall. Mm-hmm. It's the original versus remake. Yes. Reboot versus remake. Uh, Reimaginings? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> when I do a remake? Or, uh... Uh, when an when an actor gets replaced in a movie, oh, like we we've said that one where we're like a, one actor plays the same, which would be like The Godfather or mm-hmm. uh, the Joker in The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of them. Um, what's another one? Oh, I found out that uh Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter in uh in a Manhunter, which Brian is technically Cox? yeah, which is technically a Hannibal Lecter movie. Huh. I didn't I, know that. I didn't know Manhunter was on it. Uh, neither did I. That's crazy. Anyways, okay. So, what do you think? Or should we watch a scary movie? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, if we're watching the Hannibal movies, those are all scary movies. <laughs> no, I don't think they're scary. But yeah. okay. Some people would dictate that they are. Uh, mm. I don't know. I, I'm interested. I, I try I, I watching Spirited Away. I wouldn't mind doing away. the Hannibal movies. Yeah. I, try watching Spirited Away, too. Spirited Away? Yeah. I mean, or we can watch a crime drama. Ooh. Give you a chance to watch the little things before it's gone. Or is it gone already? You told me it was going to be gone February 28th. I have Ooh. to double check. Well, how about this? We'll do crime drama. So we might do the little things if it's still out. Okay. And then we'll do we'll do my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies. Zodiac. Zodiac? Or oh. some other crime drama. Okay. I was like, Zodiac's gone. Oh, man. Yeah, it is. But it's a great <laughs> fucking movie. Maybe I can finally movie. get Danielle to watch it. Maybe. All right. So 
for those of you listening, we might do something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being more active on the Instagram page. So if you are one of our 20 very strong listeners, you'll definitely know what movies to watch. Yeah. Uh, tell your friends to watch our, listen to our podcast because we need more views and we're trying harder. All right. Thank you, guys. Peace. Go watch, some mo- go watch movies. What happened to peace? Peace.